I'm glad you're here this morning. I know we're uh, we're in some tough times, but we serve a God that's able. Amen. I mean, He's able to get us through every situation, regardless of what it is. He's there and He's able. If you have been with us for the last few weeks, either by radio, internet, or here in the sanctuary, my messages have been dealing with questions. We ask a question and we try to answer from the Word of God. So we got another question today. And here is the question. Does our worship glorify God? What we do in this place, right here, together, does it bring glory and honor and praise to the Lord? So this is a very important question that we're going to talk about today. Now I wonder sometimes that... Uh, how much of the things that we do in church uh, really turn out to be worship. We meet, we go through activities, and we get up and we go home. But I don't think we've really ever worshipped until we get a look at God and a look at ourselves, don't you? So I'm going to give you two scriptures today. The first is found in Psalm chapter 95. Turn there, please, if you will. Psalm 95. Oh, come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. Make a joyful noise unto him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great king above all gods. In his hand are the deep places of the earth. The strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands formed the dry land. Verse number six, O come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. O come and bow down and let's worship the Lord, our maker. So what I want to do today, I'm a... I have told you this before, but I'll remind you again. I am a principal preacher. And what I mean by that, I, take, I try to take the scriptures and um, glean some principles from those scriptures that will challenge us and move us and motivate us to do whatever God encourages us to do. So that's what I want to do today. Principle number one, real worship never happens until God shows up. Let me say that again. 
so we'll get it, all right? Real worship never happens until God shows up. Doesn't make any difference how much effort we put forth. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't make any difference uh, what we do unless God shows up in our worship time. It's nothing but worship in the flesh. I found a little something that I thought was cute. Said a little boy was sick on Palm Sunday, and he stayed home with his mother. So the father went on to church. So when his father returned from church. He was holding a palm branch in his hand. Little boy was curious, and so he asked the question, Why do you have the palm branch, Dad? Well, you see, son, when Jesus came into town, everyone waved a palm branch to honor him, so all of us got a palm branch today. Little boy thought for a moment, and he said, Oh, goodness, the Sunday I missed church, the Lord shows up. <laughs> Folks, listen. God wants to show up every service. Amen? I mean, he wants, to, he wants to show up every service. He wants to be here, and he wants us to worship him in spirit and in truth. Let me ask you a question. How much time do you... How much time do you spend in getting ready for worship on Sunday morning? Now, I'm not talking about, uh, I'm not talking about taking a bath and cleaning up and, and uh, combing your hair and brushing your teeth and all that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about how much time do you spend getting ready for worship on Sunday morning? Prayer. Waiting on God. Lord, I want you to do something in the time of worship this morning. Have you asked God that before you got here today? Or did you just come and say, well, we, uh, we'll just have a service as usual? And most of the time, that's it, isn't it, church? We just have a time of worship as usual. And we don't expect God to do anything. We don't expect God to really move in our midst. We just come and we go through the motions and that's it. <clears throat> Principle number one, real worship never happens unless God shows up. Principle number two, real worship is never about us. It's about God. Let me say that again. Real worship is not about us. It's not about us. It's about God. And sometimes we try to bring heaven down. We try to stir up. When I was in high school, <laughs> that's been a long time ago, but when I was in high school, uh, there was a young man that uh, he and I got to be good friends. He, uh, he was a fine Christian young man. He, he just, he loved the Lord. And uh, every, just about every Monday, we, when school, we got back to school after our uh, break on Saturday and Sunday, we would always say to each other, how did church go? What kind of, what kind of church did you have yesterday or Sunday, what, what took place? And we'd share with each other. 
And I'll never forget what Dennis told me one time. He said, you know, Brother Jim, he said, our church, uh, we have gone seven weeks. Now, I want you to listen, and I'm not being critical. I'm just, it, it, it makes me wonder, I guess. He said, we went seven weeks, and we came in rejoicing, and we sang, and we praised the Lord, and we went out. I said, uh, no preaching? No, he didn't preach any. I said, you mean to tell me that he went, your pastor went seven weeks and you all came into church and you sang and you praised and, and you worshiped and you went out and that was it? He said, yeah. Well, now just remember, we're teenagers, but uh, I had this thought and I asked him, I said, Dennis, during that seven weeks, did anybody get saved in those worship services. He thought for a moment, he said, no, nobody got saved. I said, well, did, uh, did anybody join the church during that time? He said, no, 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 we didn't have it. I said, well, did anybody come to the altar and pray about anything? He said, no, we just came into church and we sang and praised and went home. Now, folks, I'm not being critical, but listen to me, all right? Praise and worship, that's it. We've got to praise God and we've got to honor God. But God wants to feed us His Word, amen? He wants us to, he wants us to hunger for His Word. So worship's about, it's never about us, it's about God. You remember in Isaiah, and don't turn there, just let me give you a sketch of what happened. Isaiah chapter 6, the year that King Uzziah died, Isaiah saw the Lord high and lifted up. And what a magnificent time of, of worship that was. Think about it. He saw the Lord high and lifted up. And his glory filled the place. What do you think would happen this morning here at North Etowah Church if all of a sudden the glory of the Lord appeared in this place and just filled it to capacity? Wouldn't that be great? Amen? Yes. And I'd love to see it. But Isaiah saw the Lord high and lifted up. But not only did Isaiah see the Lord high and lifted up, he saw himself. He saw himself sinful and undone before God. He's here in a worship experience. And yet, he's saying, Lord, I'm sinful, I'm undone. And God, of course, cleansed him and cleaned him. But can't you imagine, we've really, church, we've really never worshipped until we do two things, and that's see God and then see ourselves and let God do something for us and in us and through us for his glory and his honor. See, we can't really worship if we've got sins in our life unconfessed. We can't really worship if we got things that we're trying to hide away in the closet of our life. It won't work. 
Principle number three, when God shows up, he has the program. When God, now think about it for a moment. When God shows up, he's got the program. What I mean by that is when we come in this place to worship, we need to allow God's Holy Spirit to do what he wants to do. Amen? Yeah. We need to, we need to be ready to say, Lord, whatever you want to do in this worship service, just do it through me. We need to allow the Holy Spirit to work. If you remember the last book of the Bible, the book of Revelation, John was on the Isle of Patmos. He'd been placed there and God just revealed to him. And he said, I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day. I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day. Can we say that this morning? We're here, on, we're here in worship time on the Lord's day. Can we say, yes, I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day in this place. When God shows up, he's got the program. And everything that he does, it's got to be for his glory and for his honor. And if it's not, then we haven't worshiped and we haven't been what we ought to be, that's for sure. So God's got the program and we've got to let him do what he wants to do in our hearts and in our lives. Principle number four. <clears throat> when God shows up, nothing else matters. Now folks, please get this right. Get this principle, will you? When God shows up, nothing else matters. Doesn't matter. When God shows up, that's it. See, real worship's all about Jesus. All about him. And I don't want some I don't want some rock crying out to him. I want to do it myself, don't you? Amen. I want, to, I want to praise him myself. I want praise and honor and glory to come forth on my lips to the Lord. So when God shows up, nothing else matters. I'm amazed every week. And I know that it's, it's tough right now with everything we're going through, but I'm amazed every week that Brother Ron can take the few that comes to the choir and don't they sound good, amen? And I commend him for it. And I'm hoping when this thing lets up a little bit more that we're going to see more of you come up to the choir. Let me hear it again. Amen. All right, now we're now that's it. We need you. You can pay me afterward, all right? No, I'm being honest, folks. Listen. Listen, when our music, our preaching, all of this helps us as we worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. Let me ask you a question this morning. Do you have a real passion for worship?
I want passion in my preaching. I, uh, most of the time, I'll be honest with you, when I leave here on Sunday, because I try to give my, I try to give my best. I'm, I'm not asking you to pat me on the back. That's not it. I'm just giving you a personal illustration. When I leave here on Sunday, I'm completely exhausted. I'll be honest with you. I'm tired. But then when I get home and I get to thinking about, yes, God did something. Yes, God did this. Yes, God heard our prayers. That just revives my spirit and my heart. And I want passion in my preaching. I want, I want people to know when I'm preaching, I'm preaching about the great Christ that we serve. The Christ that we serve. Ray Stidman, great Bible teacher and preacher, he said these words. God is never impressed with the phony. Did you hear what I said? God's never impressed with the phony. We can come here and go through the motions, church. We can go through the motions of worship, but unless it's in, in the spirit and unless it's in the heart, it doesn't mean a thing. We haven't worshipped. And when we go out of here, we'll go out just like we came in. God wants us to come together in worship, in spirit, and in truth, and love him, and love each other, and serve him, and love him in these days. Does our worship glorify God? Psalmist said, oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. Amen? Well, that's my message to you today. <clears throat> Ron, I'm going to change things around. Is that all right with you? All right, okay. Get ready to play. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just asking. I didn't mean to be that way. All right. Listen to me. All right. Listen to me. In just a moment, we're going to pray. We're going to ask God what he'd have us to do. Jonathan's going to be down here in front if you need to come. We're not going to sing a hymn of invitation. Kay's going to play the hymn of invitation this morning. I want you to think about worship. I want you to think about what God would have you to do. And then if God speaks to your heart about something you need to do, you come and do it. If you need to talk to Jonathan about something and he can help you pray or if you just need to come find you a place to pray, will you do it? All right, let's bow our heads. Close our eyes. Lift our hearts to the Lord right now. Will you do that? Please. Every head bowed, every heart lifted to the Lord. Ask him, please, right now, what he would have you to do in this service. Lord, I've come to worship. I've come to praise your name. I've come to seek your face. I've come to do your will. Lord, what do you want me to do in this invitation? Will you do it? Heavenly Father, I brought the message that you placed on my heart for this day. 
Lord, would you speak to us? We want worship here in our church to be that we glorify and honor the Lord above everything else. Lord, if there's somebody here today that needs to make a decision, I pray they'll come. There are people here that will pray with them. There are people here that will tell them if somebody's lost and needs to be saved, they'll tell them how to be saved. Show them from the word of God. Lord, if there's somebody just needs to come and pray and say, I've got burdens, I've got problems, I've got things that I need to leave with the Lord, I pray they'll come. But Lord, most of all, I want you to be honored in this invitation. I want it to be yours. I don't want it to be mine, and it's not mine. I want it to be yours. So please have your way right now.